What's going on, everybody? This is Daniel Schreiner. And Dante Hobbs. And welcome to the very first episode of the Certain Destiny podcast. Certain Destiny, let's go. All right, guys. So for this first episode, we wanted to talk about the topic of faith. What is faith? Um, how do we have it in our lives? What does it mean? Why is it important? These yeah. are all things that we want to touch on. So, yeah, so the podcast is called Certain Destiny. Um, and the reason being is I believe that everyone has a certain destiny. Uh, everyone has a certain path. Everyone is reaching for something, you know, in, in, in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, I think what it really meant for me as well was what we want this podcast to really be about um, is talking about a lot of characteristics, a lot of principles that will help you in life uh, that have helped both of us just from experience. And when you are this kind of person that exemplifies these characteristics, um, it sets you on a certain path to where you are unwavering. And that is what it means for me is no matter how this thing may go, if it goes up or down, I know that I have a certain destiny, not literally, not that you will literally know your destiny, but because you are who you are and because you have these characteristics, because you are a strong person of God and of character, you will be, you'll be good. Um, you'll be able to manage and have the right mindset when you're approaching difficulties and even even the blissful parts of life i like that yeah no i definitely i definitely like that the blissful parts of life i feel like with destiny it's unknown honestly and so for everyone to understand it's important that they distinguish the foundation of where it comes from right and so that being said um this first episode we wanted to talk about faith and we have seven topics lined up for this podcast the first of which is faith and then after this we're going to have discipline grit and self-control that's one episode all of those are brought together direction and intention again that's just one episode sensitivity and self-reflection uh that's again the same episode insecurities knowing yourself and positivity and those are three episodes so those are that's the lineup basically for this podcast yeah um but we felt like it would be an injustice i guess if we kind of talked about those things without first laying the foundation of faith because it's going to play into every single one of those things that were just that i just listed yeah i look at faith as it's 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 a lot it is a word that kind of brings its own person, Christ. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, you let's know. not get it mistaken, bro. Yeah. Um, when we say faith yeah, and when we talk about God, uh, let's just be specific. We are, we're talking about Jesus. Yes. Uh, I think in a lot of times when I'm listening to podcasts and, and things like this, when they are talking about God, they often in the same sentence say the universe yeah um god universe ancestors mm -hmm. i hear that a lot yeah, um and let's just be clear that is not what we're talking about no. um we're we're talking about uh the person of, of jesus christ jesus is the foundation of it you know i love like just in general 
it took faith to even just come down, you know, from heaven onto earth, the faith to go to the cross, the faith to get baptized, like every task that Jesus came down to do. And as he was growing up, you know, to become the person that God has called him to be, each step wasn't like, oh, I already got the faith. No, like the faith was established as he grew to not only know what he was called for, but I think essentially it came with everything that he experienced, you know? And when we look at the word faith, it can be easily said, but it's often harder to develop. Right. So he, for us, Jesus is not only the person that we put our faith into, Mm -hmm. um, in a sense of we're trusting him with our lives. Um, and with who we are, um, but also he is the perfect, literally perfect example of how you can live your life in a way. That's faith-filled. Yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, yes, absolutely. So that's going to be this first episode about faith. Um, And real quick, just, just some disclaimers about this podcast in general. I really, I really don't want anybody to think that we are trying to tell you how to live, that we're trying to tell you the certain person that you have to be in order to have a happy life. Um, I don't want it to seem like we think we have all the secrets to the universe. And if you just follow these seven steps, you're going to be happy. Like that is not what we're saying. That that's not our heart in this. However, like the goal of this podcast essentially is to make aware of things that we had and are continuing to confront as Daniel recently like listed the things that we we're going to be discussing um the things that we had to confront such as insecurities and things we had to figure out in our our way of life and our path but it's important that we're like he said we're not trying to tell you how to live but it's it's I think these are key principles that we've established within our life that has helped us that has helped us and continuing to help us grow into the men of God that we're supposed to be that is that's literally it like I think we just want to share wisdom that has come from our own life experience and at the end of the day that is all that we can speak from yeah. is our own experience, what we know um, from our lives. And that is, that's where we're going to be speaking for most of the time. Most of the things that I have to say are coming from a place of this helped me. So I want to, I want to share this so that it can be of use to you as well, yeah. because it genuinely just comes from a place of wanting to help people. Mm. Um, Cause this is a hard time, you know, it's a yeah. hard time. Um, for for many reasons and for many different people, and even if it's not, this is still, I think, hopefully something that can grow you as a person, um, and hopefully just change your mindset. Facts. The goal is definitely to change what the, the you know what what's being said, you know, and the I would say the reality of you know just changing. What you use, how you used to think, you know, if, if that's the goal, if you're wanting to change how you think, you know, hopefully these seven principles will allow you to do so. And another thing on that, too, just because we have seven episodes doesn't mean that we think that these are the only seven principles. These are the like there's always yeah. going to be something more to be said. 
there will always be other principles. These are, are just seven of many that we think are really important. Um, but don't take them as a five guides, five steps to success. That is not what this is. No. So I bet you're wondering, though, who are these people? Why should I listen to them? <laughs> who is Dante Hobbs? Who is Daniel Schreiner? Uh, okay, well, yeah, I'm Dante Hobbs. I am a author of How Badly Do You Want It? Finding Success Throughout Life Struggles. Uh, besides that, I am a law enforcement officer as well. Um, what else can I say about myself? So just a little bit about me is like, you know, personally, I've been through, I've been through a lot. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, whether it was just the struggle, like life took me over pretty early. Um, I moved out at 19 when I was, uh, when I graduated high school, as soon as I graduated, um, I stayed in Virginia and life pretty much took me over. I was homeless at one point, uh, moving from place to place, uh, slept in my car before. It was a lot. It was definitely a hard time. And as we are talking about faith, faith was definitely the only thing I could have leaned on or did lean on in those moments. Um, I'm an overcomer, so uh, I've been through just a lot. Um, which I would talk about later. Um, but yeah, let me switch it over to my co-host, Daniel. Yeah, no, like, I'll just real quick just say, Dante and I have been friends for a good while now, and this man has just a lot of wisdom, um, and he's spoken into my life a lot. So I would uh, I would highly advise you listen to what he has <laughs> to say. Um, for me, though, I'm Daniel. I would say I am just an aspiring man of God. That is who I am aiming to become. Um, I am that, and I'll continue to grow in that, and um, doing a lot to make an effort in that regard. When I was 16 years old, I had a lung collapse that had me about an hour away from dying. And uh, the only reason I say that is because that shaped a lot of who I am today. Um, not in the sense of that defines me, not in the sense of my lung collapse is who I am. But the reason I say that is because almost dying taught me a lot in an instant, in an instant. Those three months in the hospital taught me a lot about how valuable life is, how to treat other people, because I took a lot of people for granted. And after that, no more. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just, that literally changed the way that I saw my life, the, the way I saw life in itself. Um, it became incredibly meaningful to me after that. Uh, just literally the ability to breathe because I did not have that for a while. Um, so I would just say the only reason why I feel like I have... Um, Anything worth saying is because I've tried and I, it's been such a, a conscious effort for me of growing and trying to take in as much life and wisdom as possible and applying it to be this man of character who I, I strive to be. And on that journey, there's been a lot that I've learned. There's been a lot of mistakes that I've learned. Uh, from there's been a lot of mistakes that I've learned from so 
that's that's a little bit about me. We'll never be able to fully capture who we are in just a little introduction, but that's just yeah, a little bit about us. Give you a little insight about Mr. Schreiner over there. Oh, you're going to talk about me? Yes, of course. Okay. I have to. This guy is an ambitious individual. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, so are you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess we could tell him how we kind of met. Yeah, no, that's... Okay, all right. Let's tell <laughs> yeah. him that story. Let's tell him that story. Yeah, so, like, just meeting Daniel. Um, I'm a student leader. And, uh, yeah, so a couple of my guys from church were graduating high school. And uh, I went, obviously. But... I didn't know all the students. I just went for like two of my students, I believe. And Daniel Schreiner was one of the students that graduated. And he and I like linked up and we like, I kind of was like telling correction story. Side note, I used to work in a prison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's big. That's <laughs> pretty big. That's big. But Daniel Schreiner, he and I just started talking and like, what interest, what, what got me like intrigued about Daniel was when like his parents like were talking about when he made an album in high school. Like who does that? I and did so, do that. <laughs> I did that. So when I when I heard that, I was like, not alone, by the way. Definitely not alone. Yeah, definitely not alone. Yeah, but like that's still a, like an accomplishment to be proud of. And so when I found that out, I was like. Definitely got to link up with this guy. And so we linked up and like we both had a, like a mutual interest in music and like listened to his album, Fire, by the way, Killed Up a Hills. Go listen to it. It's pretty lit. Yeah. No, but the, the connection was instant, bro. Yeah. It was like the most instant it could be, uh, genuinely. Right. Like I, I, I was, I saw you, I was like, bro, his energy, his energy. I got to know this man. Like, <laughs> and so boom. Like from the jump, I was like, "Yo, yeah, this guy, man, this guy." <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we linked up and we yeah, and we've been homies ever since. So yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's actually it's it's genuinely been great. Yeah, and to be able to do this podcast with you is special, man. Yeah, it's special. I agree. I agree. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. I hope that you guys are able to get a lot from this, um, because I mean, just yeah. There's no, there's no because, yeah. just because. So without further ado, that's that's. I would say that's a great introduction to what we're about. Uh, let's get into the specifics of today's episode. Uh, so yeah, so as Daniel said, first episode, here we are, faith. Um, and not a really tri- tricky word, it's a simple word, but it's kind of hard to establish. And so biblically, when we think about faith, what is it? You know, um, and then just the question of what is faith? And so I feel like today, a lot of times people use the word faith as a uh, sugar-coated way of saying Christianity. Yeah. We're talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not why we titled it Faith, no. by the way. That we titled it Faith because we felt like that is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, yeah, I have faith in my life. What are you really saying? You know, it's it's like so ambiguous yeah. a lot of times. You yeah, know? I agree. So let's be specific. Yeah, like what are we talking about? 
when we say faith? So faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. I've read that many times. Yeah. And it is very confusing. It is. But I think, to me, what I get from that is faith. Faith is trusting God. That is basically what I think this boils down to, um, especially when you look at examples of like people who were where they says they were counted righteous because of their faith is because they trusted God. I think that's what it all boils down to. Um, so when we're talking about faith, we mean having the person of God in your life in a very active relationship and trusting in him because let's be real such a huge part of this walk and if you choose to go on this journey with God is going to be I am having faith that I'm having a real relationship with somebody I cannot see and that's fundamental that is fundamental to to what it means to 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 be a Christian to be a, a man or woman of God is like that's the first step you know exactly no I, I definitely agree with that I like faith has has like you said one kind of meaning and it's like really trusting in God and understanding that he is the foundation and so to go to your point I kind of want to read like just verse three yeah it says by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command that we that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen, you know? Mm. And so looking at that verse kind of like when we think about faith is, is realizing who is the creator is having faith in him. Even though we cannot see him, we, we love him. It says in the word, even though we cannot see him, we love him. Even though we, we cannot feel him. We, we, we want him. We desire him. And so Faith is the evidence of things not seen, and but we hope for it, you know. So we're hoping and waiting for Jesus Christ. We can't wait for him to come back. We have in that faith that he is coming back at the second time. Right. So you know? faith is is that trusting in God and that relationship with God. But what does that actually look like in your life? Let's say somebody's like, Let's say somebody is like, yes, I have a very active faith life. I have a strong faith. What would that entail? Mm. I think what it would entail and what it has entailed for me is that very active relationship. Because that's been definitely the most meaningful part of my life uh, is having faith in God and that relationship with him. Um, because like I said earlier, there's just times where that's all you're going to be able to have. Mm -hmm. If I could give an analogy to kind of help us picture what having faith in your life looks like, I would say that, well, there's a verse that says your word is like a lamp unto my feet. And if you think of, there's this fish called an angler fish. You probably heard of it. It has a little light that hangs in front of its head. And it's a light that's just enough to where they can't really see exactly where they're going, but they can see enough to where they can continue to keep on going, continue to keep on swimming. 
And same thing with that lamp analogy is like, there's going to be a lot of times where, and that's just actually the nature of life. Mostly you're not going to know your future, like your whole path, your, your whole plan. And even if you do have a plan, a lot of times it doesn't actually come true. But having this lamp is like, okay, you don't need to. You don't need to um, because my faith grounds me in having enough direction and being guided to just at least take this next step. But when I think about like the word faith, it's, it's truly believing that God is what's best for you. Mm. It's, Go into that, bro. It's believing that God is what's best for you. Like God is the best thing for us. And having that faith to know that he is the best thing for us, realizing that when we seek him in faith, when we come to know him in faith, it's also the couple with faith is knowing that what he has for us is also good. Is he, what, what he has for us is good for us. I, I heard this quote is that God is not only good to us, but he's good for us. And what that means pretty much is without God is like, how can we really establish a um, purposeful life? You know, faith kind of helps us having faith in God and having faith in the things that he has ordained for us gives us a purposeful life. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think that it's it's a path yeah. that you're on. When you're on that path that means that your your whole life is going to change. Not saying that it's going to be easier at all. No. I would not claim that. Um, I'm just saying that you're on a different path in terms of meaning and purpose, and you don't have to worry about those kind of things. You don't have to worry about, oh, this thing didn't go my way, because you can know, all right, that's just that just means there was something better. That just means that was not the best thing that God had planned for me. When you had when you don't have God in your life, you cannot have a meaning. As simple as that. Meaning has to be given. If you're talking about an ultimate meaning to life, that is an objective thing. Us humans cannot come up with that or else it's not going to be the objective meaning of life. Mm. So I I would also say when you are on this path which is the right path for you, you'll have, that is, that's really, I think the main reason is because that's what's meant to be. It's not just like something that might be convenient for you. It's not something that's just going to feel comfortable. Sometimes your relationship with God may feel very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Good. It's not, it's, so it's not that it just might feel comfortable for you it's that this is the right thing to do in your life. You are fulfilling the reason for why you exist if you're on this path. And that's really the only way. I'm not I'm not one to say what somebody does or doesn't have. But I know that unless you're on this path with God, you can't have this meaning. You can't have this purpose. You can't have this fulfillment. I like that. And I think faith, faith is established in various ways. Mm. And one verse before, like one verse I kind of want to lead with this point is 
Isaiah forty one ten, and this is kind of like reassuring. In in Isaiah forty one ten, he says, "Do one of my life verse, one of my favorites." Verses. But he says, "Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand." But I, I like the other verse. It says, "Righteous right hand." And so, looking at that verse alone. That takes faith to believe. You got to have faith to believe that God, as God says, I will strengthen you. He says, I am your God. I am with you. And we know another name for God is I am. You know, and so understanding I am with you. I am going to strengthen you. I am going to help you. I am going to hold you up with my righteous right hand. And who's at the right hand of God? The Father, Christ. And so understanding that when we read, when I read that verse personally, I look at it like, okay, God, I got to have faith to believe that as your word says, you're going to strengthen me. You're going to help me. You're going to hold on to me and so on and so forth. Oftentimes we kind of lose that perspective or those kind of, those promises gets blurry when experience takes over. And that's the, that's the key. What that verse is talking about is probably the biggest takeaway the biggest point i think we could make in this if there's any point that i could stress the most it would be this that when we're talking about faith we're talking about living with god and when you do that you will never approach another situation alone there will never be a moment of utter aloneness Mm. i know for guys especially Loneliness is like a huge, yeah, huge, and we'll get into that in another episode. I'm yeah. sure, <laughs> I'm sure, but just I don't know. Knowing that you will never approach another thing in your life alone, there is always going to be somebody who is not only, bro. Oh gosh, okay, hold on. Something just came to mind. Not only are you not alone, but there's somebody orchestrating. Mm, that is the that's the big thing, man. Is for me in my life, I have just a a story in a way where I really could have easily died. Um, things did not have to work out for me the way they did. Um, my mom was not supposed to pick me up the day that I had my lung collapse. And if she didn't, I would have gone home, taken a nap, and never woken up. That was literally what was going to happen. Wow. I was not feeling good. Wow. I would have easily just like, man, I'm not feeling good. I, th- I think I'm sick. Wow. But my mom came to pick me up instead, and she took me to the ER. That's when they figured it out. So that, was, that, was, that had to have been orchestrated, wow. man. And even after that, even after the point, I almost had to get a giant chest tube. While I was awake, wow. I was going to hurt. Um, but there was a heart surgeon who just happened to be available. Wow. I was able to put a tiny little thing. So, like, that's just, a, the, and that's just, like, the tip of the iceberg. My story is, like, undeniably, God has been orchestrating my life in a way where I really, in a way, I'm not saying it makes it completely easy, but it gives you good reason yeah. to trust. Like, all right, all right. I know that there's something for me. I know that there's a fulfillment in my life. There's yeah. there's something that I'm here to accomplish that he has me here for a reason and he's orchestrating it to protect me. Yeah. He's orchestrating my life in, in such a way. So like 
that's why I just want to stress that so much is your life will have such an orchestration about it. And these, these following principles that we're going to talk about in the next episodes, um, they all come from this of you're never going to approach this alone. You're never going to approach another one of these situations alone. Um, any of the wisdom and principles that we want to give to you guys is not going to come from a place of selfishness. It's going to come no. from a place of this is the right thing to do because you're on this path. And that's why we had to start this episode yeah, or start this podcast with this episode. And and to your point, kind of, I like the, I just like the word orchestrated, and it kind of made me think of like you know, will you have faith in the person who is orchestrating your steps for your future and your present life? You know, and oftentimes that's a hard question to answer because it's like, oh, I don't, you know, faith. I lost this. I lost that. Or this happened. And hearing your story and like. You know, in more detail, you you're on the table with with questions like, "Am I going to live?" The faith you had to have faith in that moment to believe that. All right, God, I don't know what's going to happen, but if 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 it's your will, pull me through. You know, and that faith to believe that you were going to get through, and even just it makes me think about even when we don't have faith. In our like within ourselves, even when it's hard for say myself to establish faith, God puts people in our life where we can lean on their faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and so Feed just off. imagine the amount of faith your parents have and had had in that moment that even when you felt like you didn't have enough faith, you had their faith right there. Exactly. You know? It's it's also about a community. Facts. When you tap into this, when you when you involve God in your life, that brings about a certain kind of community and a certain kind of people, a certain kind of company that unfortunately and a lot of times to be honest, they'll let you down. And that's real. But yeah. Also, the flip side of that is there's gonna be a meaningfulness and a bond that I have not been able to experience with just any any regular people, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's about community and building off of one another. I mean, just meeting you, you know, we talk a lot about elevating each other. Like, yeah. talk about that, bro. That's so uh, Yeah, no, I, I think, like, elevation, like, that's a that's an episode in itself, but I'm going to short it up. Elevation in itself is having a team, a crew, not a lot of people, but it's elevating. Most people think that elevation is happening like, oh, I'm going to elevate by myself. I can do bad all by myself. No, you can't. Try again. You can't. You just can't. You need a team. You need a team. If Christ, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father is a community, they that's a team. You know, and so elevation, it, it it starts with like-minded individuals. Yes. You know, one you, real quick. I'm not trying to cut you <laughs> no, off. No, you're good. But I just wanna I wanna get you to talk about this before it slips in my mind. Mm. The importance of that like-mindedness. Oh yeah. The okay. importance of that solid people that you're sound, surrounding yourself with. Yeah. That might not be 100% related to this faith. I mean, 
in a way, yes. Yeah. But like, this is just so key to touch on while it's right while here. it's fresh. Yeah. No. So, uh, like-minded individuals have a a static they bring, and you got negative like-minded people. You got all kind of like-minded people. But what's most important is having like-minded individuals who is focused on elevating, who is focused on the purpose of God, who's focused on wanting to be men or and women of God. And so when you're around like-minded people, the energy is different. It is. When you're around like-minded people, the goals or in other words, not even just goals, but the objectives are different. They're different. And I like what I like being around like-minded people, you not only feel their energy, but you feed off of it. You feed off the energy. And when you're like, when I'm a, you and I, like when we, when we are around each other, energy is different. It is it's a huge drive. It's, it's really about lifting one another up. It's about, yo, what's going on in your life? How can I be there for you as a friend, as a brother in Christ? And it's a vice versa thing. Having like-minded people around you, you don't have to worry about jealousy. You don't have to worry about, oh, they're elevated higher than me. Now I'm going to be envious or, you know, hold some animosity. No. Right. Because like-minded individuals have the same kind of goal, just different directions. Exactly. And it's just about that better quality of human being. People, yeah. Not just, that's that doesn't mean... Um, like anybody's less or more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. Um, it just means that there's certain people that are going to be good for you and certain people that aren't. There's going to be a, a better quality of character is really Facts. what we're talking about. And I think it also, like to your point, character is such a strong commodity to have, you know, because... You, I can speak on the subject for days. Go on, go off, bro. Like, I mean, that's really what this podcast is about: yeah. is character. That is genuinely, yeah. Gen, like, genuine character throughout life. And so, when you have, when you meet an individual, like, all right, when Daniel and I met, man, like you said, it was just the energy was already there, it was already on fire, and we just built. I don't think we ever like had a negative kind of conversation i don't think so bro i don't even it's always been like good vibes yeah no yeah it's always good vibes so and when you you don't know that when you are around the right people you're going to know you're around the right people however here's the key when you know you're not around right people if if you're around individuals that are pushing you away from your purpose let them go if you're around individuals that are trying to compromise your character or integrity or truly who you are, let them go. If they don't have their best, if they don't have your best interest at heart, let them go. And Ooh. if they don't have their best. Exactly. They need to have their best first. Yeah, I love that. They need that. to have their best interest. I love that. If they don't have their best first, they're not going to have it for you either. No, I think... So you can see that. It should be pretty obvious uh, Yeah. when somebody has their own ambitions going for themselves when they're trying to be a better person. I, I agree with that. And it kind of like poses, <laughs> it kind of poses a question like, you know, one question, like just in general, what does your circle look like? You know, or do you have a circle that's faith filled? Do you have a circle that's willing to pray with you 
when the chips have fallen in your when you in your life. Yeah. Do you, because there's there's so many people that will identify with this faith, but how far you live it out, how far you let it affect your person, how far you let it touch your heart and mm. shape who you are varies. Yeah. A lot. I think with that with that also it when you are around like-minded people you all develop in a way that you're supposed to. No one's taking something from you. Yes, when you're when y'all are all peers, you can look up to each other. You can look up to your peers, but it's mutual. Mm-hmm. Because when you're hanging around people who are not as mature as you, sure, that's good. You can be a good influence on them. But when we're talking about your circle, the people that you are all going to be feeding off of each other, the people you're going to be going off of, that has to be a relationship where you guys can mutually look up to each other in different ways and learn from one another. That doesn't mean that one person is like better than the other. It's just greatness. Everybody's winning. Everybody's winning. Everybody's striving for greatness. Exactly. And I think to your point, I think it also like kind of goes with, is your circle challenging you? That's kind of, (laughs) that's always been like my, like my, my thing. I don't know what it is, but I, I want a circle that challenges me and like, not saying I don't have that kind of. That's um, what you desire though. Well, I desire, yeah. I desire to have a circle that, that challenged me, but me challenged, I'm a challenge you regardless. Like I'm yeah, going to make exactly. you uncomfortable, <laughs> but I expect the same. Yes. You know, yes, I expect yes. to, Hey, you're like, yo, get on your stuff. Like, Yo, then you say you're going to get that done, get that goal done. Like, right. check up on that person when you are able to... 25 push-ups. Yeah, 20... It starts with, like, when you when you challenge in other people, it starts with challenging yourself as well. Like, I, I kind of just said something like that. But if you can keep yourself accountable first, yeah, then it's like, oh, snap. It brings a certain level of accountability yes. for the other person. When we started doing 25 push-ups, <laughs> for 50 for you, though... <laughs> It started, it started when you texted me, got the first 50 done. Yes, sir. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. I have to, all right, I'm going to do my 25 now. Let's go. So that's how it starts, you know? Yeah. And to tie this back into faith, um, this, if you don't feel like you have this, that's the thing about being on this path is that God wants that for you. He wants, that's a huge part of why we are the way we are is because we're built for community. Yeah. And he wants that. He wants that for you. He wants that community. And so you can just pray. And that's it. That's literally the essence of what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. You can just pray and, and talk to God about it and ask for it. And in my life, I've asked and received. I agree. In many ways, I in agree. many different times as well. I agree. And to kind of give you a little testimony of like, um, even before I like really had a like a relationship with God, and I was in a, like a, I was in a crazy season. I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, crazy season, not doing things I should be doing, like just smoking weed, nothing crazy. But like that was just the lifestyle I lived back in the day. Not no more. But like when I was in that lifestyle, and like one point I was I was terrified of myself. You know, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I was terrified. 
And I, I prayed and I prayed to be surrounded by people that were like like-minded individuals, like strong believers, like in, in influential people, you know, people that are going to challenge me in a way that will help me grow. You know you're around this right circle if they are challenging you to grow, not not keeping you the same. If they're not adding value to your life, I'm not saying let them go, but really investigate the situation. Should they have that spot in your life? Ooh, I love that. Maybe I love that. it may, maybe it doesn't mean completely shut them off. It's just all right, let's change this level of priority that they have in my life. Exactly. Or even level of things you tell them too. You oh, know? yes. That is huge. That is a huge thing. Because not every, and I say this in the book, I think like, I, what I say in the uh, one of the chapters in the book is like, the dreams that are given to you, the dreams that are shown to you are not meant for the ears of other people. And so if God gives you a dream, of you being the president of the United States. Just, okay, God gave me the dream. Okay, let's go with the book. When God gave me the the book of like the vision of the book and the people surrounding, I had to be very selective about who I told this book. I didn't tell everybody. I Three people knew that was helping me with the book. But it took the faith. I had to have faith to believe that this book was going to be established the way God wanted it to. I had to have faith to believe that it could actually be something. It, we can actually get it done. Because if you tell too many people and they start giving you too many opinions, that can dwindle your faith from believing that this thing can come the way God wants it to come into fruition. Exactly. I mean, when you told me it was past tense. Yeah. I wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote past tense. It's done. Yeah. Like, you know, that was yeah. crazy. And, and and that really was like, okay. I mean, when we're, by the time we release this, the first people are going to hear about this is it's out. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, as this relates to faith, um, in, in it, it can also mean, faith can also mean that more just general sense of hope and mm. trust in in something. I'm not saying like in, in something else than God. I'm just saying like faith that this will come to fruition. Faith that this podcast is going to be something. Faith that this book is going to finish and actually get published. Things like that. And that's very important to have that. Mm. Faith in itself as a principle is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, to have in your life, you need that just as much as you need hope. I can't, I'm not going to start talking about how much you need hope. Um, that'll be another episode, but they're like really on the same level and you can't let somebody start to come at that. Mm-hmm. So just I agree. being selective is, is key. It's very key. And it kind of goes into like just why you need faith. Right. You know, and Faith is the thing that helps you become the man or woman of God that you were supposed to be, that you are supposed to be. And with faith, why, like just again going personal, like we all need something to believe in, period. And not just something though. Someone. Yeah, and, and, and it's not just about like, let me find something comfortable. It's about this is the one 
path that it's meant to be. This yeah. is the path of finding meaning mm. for and fulfillment for what you are here for. Exactly. And if you don't have faith for that, like it's going to be harder because you're going to be working. You're going to be, you're going to be operating on your own strength. You're going to be operating on your own wisdom, and it's it's better to understand. Like we said in the beginning of the podcast, is like God is so good that He's orchestrated our lives. He he has a will. His um, as we all know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope in the future. You know, and so that verse is is so meaningful because God is again so confident, and He knows what He has for us. But do we have the faith? To believe that his plans are good. Do we have the faith to believe that his will is pleasing, perfect, and orchestrated for us? Do you have faith to believe that you were meant for something bigger than where you're currently at? And I don't know where you're at, but do you have faith to believe that your purpose is bigger than you? Sometimes that's going to be all that you have. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have that, life can get really hard, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Life can get really hard. And if you don't have the people surrounding you with the proper amount of faith and going back to your, your kind of like when you made that statement of like having like immature people around you and, but you can mentor those kind of people. But I think just to touch on like people with mature faith, you need people with mature faith around you because they're going to pour into you a way that, that, that you never thought would be poured into you. Like you need mature people around you with a a certain kind of faith because they got experiences that they've been through that you might be going through that that they already experience. I have a quote. It's wise to learn from experience, but it's wiser to learn from the experience of others. Mm, I love that. I love that. Don't remember where I heard that. I like that. But I heard that. That is not my original quote, let me just say. <laughs> but that's basically that, you know? Yeah, like faith faith is gonna be something that you you just have. You know, that's that's really gonna be the only thing you you have to lean on. And and I've experienced that when I was like really deep in the struggle and like just homelessness and and so on and so forth. And not saying that I didn't have my family to lean on because I did, but faith was really, it was really just me and God. And for me to pretend like he wasn't there or he wasn't in the trenches, he was definitely in the trenches with me. And it was faith that pulled, mm, mm. it was faith that pulled me out. It was faith. It was faith in God. It was faith in in believing that, okay, I can get through this. It was faith that I'll it back to the verse is 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 hoping for things not seen. I didn't see my future, but I was hoping for a better future than my present. And so being able to look at that future in my present gave me the faith to keep pushing forward. That makes sense? So like when you have nothing but faith, hold on to it. Yeah. Hold on to it. Yeah. And and then in the times where 
that's not the only thing you have. When things are going good. Mm, yes. Don't forget about it. Do not forget about that. I agree with that. I love that, that you said that. Because even in those moments of, man, everything's great. You know, I can I can list countless examples. I got a nice job, uh, nice car, um, good music's out, good vibes, good weather. Yeah. All this stuff. Um, at the end of the day, that will still lead to meaninglessness. That will mm. still... that You can be depressed and have the best circumstances because... And I'm also not saying that you're not going to get depressed when you when you have faith. I'm just saying, ultimately, when it comes to like having a purpose to your life and meaning, that takes away from a lot of just like, just deep, deep sorrow. Even in the even in the high highest of highs, you still need that. It's something you need, even in the highest of your highs. Faith is non-negotiable. No. Yeah. It's non-negotiable, and I, I like what you said was perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we had to had to start this off with. Yeah, like you said, it's a non-negotiable because none of these points that we're going to talk about uh, in the following episodes—discipline, intention, direction, dealing with insecurities, knowing yourself, positivity—all of that stuff wouldn't make sense. Would not make sense. Would have no foundation would have no reason behind it if we didn't first talk about Jesus yeah. and what he has done for our for us in our own lives but yeah. also just like for humanity mm-hmm. and um and for okay let me let me get specific let me get specific with the gospel real quick mm. um the gospel message is that God, after after humanity had fallen, was loving enough to enter into our dirtiness. Mm. Being a human, what it's like being in a human, it's dirty, it's grimy, it's yeah. gross. Like, there is not pretty mm. in a lot of ways. I mean, there's beautiful parts of life. Humans are beautiful. We are beautiful. But at the same time, it's it's grimy, you know. God is ups and downs. Exactly. A lot of downs. And so God is willing to not only enter into that and think about the highest of of you know authorities, like greater than any king, like the mm-hmm. the most royal of royal. The only you know? king, high king of kings, Lord of lords. Like literally entering into that, but not only entering into that but also suffering alongside us. Mm. And that, that for me genuinely is the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing about the gospel message is that God is suffering alongside humanity, but there's hope because he resurrected Mm -hmm. after they killed him. So not, and, and then here's, here's one more thing. Even after that, even after he was resurrected, He's still suffering with us. Mm. And that's why you need it today. Because God is suffering with humanity, his people, mm-hmm. still. He's still alongside us in every in single struggle. He's in the trenches with you. And that is the beautiful message that it is my honor to share with everybody listening right now. Mm-hmm. Is that we want you to have that purpose 
and fulfillment. What that's what life is. That's what life is. Um, is God is with us. That's the name Emmanuel. God is yeah, with us. God is. And with we us. just want you to have that because that will change your life if you really let it. Um, and it's gonna tr- it's going to turn you into a different kind of person. Mm-hmm. And 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 what that means, what that means, what Daniel means by that is. When you establish the the proper faith, the way God has ordained us to do so, you're going to see, again, it goes back to what community you need to be around, what thoughts you need to be having, what, what you need to be saying to yourself. You know, there is an enemy out there and he's already defeated, but he is the devil. He's already defeated. You know, and so that's the joy we can also look forward to is that we're not fighting from, we're not fighting for a position of victory, victory. We're fighting from the position of victory. But do you have faith? Will we have faith to know that we are fighting already from the position of victory? And as Daniel stated again, that's going to make you a different person. When we establish a faith, God-given faith, that he desires us to do so. It's going to change you in a way that it's not only going to make you better, but it's really going to change you eternally. Yes. Internally. Exactly. Yes. You know, so that you are prepared eternally. Exactly. You know? Yes, bro. Yes. Um, so to close this off, man, we're about at an hour. One last one last talking point. Um, I think we've done a really really good job of of communicating um what this is that we're talking about and why it's necessary for your life um but i remember being at a place of desiring that i would see it in um you and other people people saying stuff like i can't go throughout my day unless i pray if i don't pray i don't feel right i was like i want that I want that. I remember you telling me at one point, the only thing that got you through was God. It was just you and God. Yeah. I was like, I want that relationship so bad. How do you get this in your life? How, what are steps you can take? I remember being at this place of asking these questions. And let me tell you, it's a journey. Um, I don't expect anybody who's hearing this, who desires that relationship with God to instantly acquire it. Um, in a sense, yes. Like all you have to do is like, boom, enter into that relationship right then. But it's going to be a process of growing into that and allowing it to mold you into a new person. And for me, it took several months of seeking answers to figure out how do I pursue God and several months of internally um, coming to the coming to terms with what it requires of me um, and being okay with that and even when I'm not okay with that getting and giving the willingness to surrender so what would you say to somebody who's like man this sounds great I want this in my life I want to be that different person I want that relationship with God I want him to be the only thing that I know that I have Truly, but I just can't get there right now, man. What would you say? 
Well, I like to ask a question why. Just to go deeper, you know, let me get to know your story. Um, but I, I like I feel like what keeps you from that? You know, what really keeps you from, you know, starting to just go in faith? Like even just walking in walking in faith is a is a task, you know, believing that God will pull you out is a task, you know, and so I, what I would say to that person is like, I would help them to try to understand my story, like give them a little insight into me and like what established my faith in a sense. And like, okay, what keeps you from that? Like what experiences have you experienced to keep you from moving, taking that step forward into, you got to get to the root of it. Cause if you, if you are tiptoeing around it and, you know, sugarcoating it, you won't really get to the root. The purpose of faith is to get to the root. And when you and when you're at your lowest point or even whatever point you're at, faith kind of digs inside of you. Is put mm, faith digs inside of you and pulls the thing that is supposed to be out of you into the world. That makes sense? Yeah. So faith, the goal of faith sometimes is to pull what's supposed to be out of you out good and bad mm -hmm. and here's the catalyst here's the 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 secret to it all is who are you looking at are you focused on god are you are you focused on that crowd are you focused on your relationship are you focused on the things that truly like you said are meaningless and so if if faith isn't pulling the thing out of you, good and bad, you need to get rid of the things that aren't good for you, but allow faith to pull the things out of you. When it was me and God, and it still is me and God, but when I was truly in the trenches, he's, <laughs> he's not only allowing faith to establish me, the foundation, I'm literally like he's helping me build this foundation of of trust of vulnerability of strength of just trusting me i got you trusting me i'm with you keep going keep going i know you don't see where i'm taking you but i i got you i know you don't see what's around the corner but i got you you know and so i just to give a little last talking point for me is i remember when i was like living in portsmouth and i, I had a roommate um and stuff like that but like bro that was probably one of the hardest seasons I had to face because that 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 season was so tough for me, bro. My family's in Delaware. I'm I don't know what the heck I'm doing in my life. I'm like I'm all over the place. I see my my brothers are just elevating and so on, and I'm missing my family. And life sucks. It sucks so bad, bro. And like I'm like Lord, I, like I don't I can't get to my family. My car is unreliable, and like. God brought my brother, my oldest brother down like from from the army at one point to literally live in Portsmouth. It's not even the fact that he he was looking to look in, live in Portsmouth. It was a sign for him to be in, I was already in Portsmouth, but the fact that God brought him to me and he was literally around the corner. Bro, that put so much faith in me, bro. That not only kept me cuz I needed that energy. I needed like that that love that like Lord I need some like I need help like Positivity, this sucks just, yeah, help, you yeah. know I need help you know and so faith will like send you help if you believe that it's coming mm. you know 
Mm, that's good. Mm. That's good, you bro. You feel me? If you believe yes. that it's coming, it's yes. going to come. Wait, say it again. Say it again. God will send you help if you believe that it's coming. You know, and so I, I had to believe that, like, my brother came down. The energy changed. I'm in a good mood. I'm super excited. Like, what's good, bro? I'm, like, super excited, bro. It, it just changed my whole mood. So that put me, like, bro, it did so much to me in yeah. that moment. That's good. It really did. That's really good. Um, for me, I would say to that person, uh, try. That's all you can do is that's literally just try. I know you don't feel like it, but it's worth it. Yeah. I can I can tell you from my personal experience, it's worth it to try and to sacrifice. It's going to be some sacrifices, but it looks like growing. Mm. Um, mm. If your faith again? doesn't look like growing, something's come on. Like nobody's yeah. perfect. If you're not growing in your faith, if you're if it's not molding you into some sort of new creation, a new kind of character. Wow. Like something's there's something's being held back. Because, that's powerful. Right. That's that's really what it should look like is growth. And that's when I started to realize that it was back in my life was when that kind of growth started to happen again. So um, that growth is worth it because it's more than just your character. It's more than just your meaning. It's just so much and you can only experience it. You're the only one that can experience it um, for yourself. So I love that. That's what I would say. That's I what that. I would say. Yes, yeah. that's, that's that, that, that deserves some snaps. Hey, right thank there. you, bro. Snaps. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like that's faith. To close out, you know, faith is messy. It's not going to be clean. It's it's not going to always look pitchy, pitchy perfect. It's not going to be like legally blonde, uh, you know, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> it's messy. Faith is messy. And I love what you said, Daniel. If it's not, if you're not growing with faith, something's holding you back. Something or maybe yourself. You know, or someone hasn't, someone's got a hold of you. But faith is messy. And with faith comes progress. And I love what Michael Todd says, we're not perfect, we are progressing. You know, and so with faith, continue to progress in your mess, in your season, and whatever lifestyle you are in, the goal is to progress to the better version of yourself. Could not have said it any better. Yes, sir. That's going to be all for today, folks. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm Dante. I'm Daniel. Let's go. We'll see you next episode. Yes, sir. Hopefully, we'll do one a week. Yes. Um, really looking forward to this. Thank this you is for great. joining. This is a great first episode, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yes. I feel like it was, it was all over the place, but it was... But it was good all over the place. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, certain destiny. Certain destiny is up to you to choose to be on that path. Ooh. I love it. Okay. All right. Let's go. (laughs) We'll see y'all next time. We'll see you next. Okay. That was awesome. Wow, bro.